0: Schmidt beer, the brew that grew to be best in the Great Northwest.
1: Your finest craft beer, Rocky. Man to man,
0: smoke Roy right Tan.
1: Cheers everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now, here are greg scott and dan coming at you ice cold and unfiltered that's right welcome in everybody it's the unfiltered gentleman thanks for joining thanks for listening most importantly thank you for drinking along i am greg over there is scott thanks for having me brother and and mr nasty time himself is dan (laughs) i'm
0: (laughs) faded feeling (laughs) x-rated Oh, uh, what are you gonna do when you run out of names for this thing? I, I don't know, man. I guess I'll use one of Scott's old names. I'll probably do like I'll do instead of calm writer, I'll do easy writer. There you go, yeah. uh, Mr. Easy Writer himself. Yes,
1: this is uh, this has become a whole new creative outlet for you. Yes, it's been fun seeing the names you come up with. Yeah, we got a lot of show to get to. Let's see, we have, of course, a beer from each of us to talk about. Uh, we have some beer science to uh, get through. Booze quote of the week, some booze news, some sports talk, and so much more. Uh, let's not waste any time. In fact, Dan is going to kick things off with our first beer tonight. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for beer of the week.
0: And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I say,
2: I think I'll have myself a beer.
0: All right, so uh, I, I I heard your review a couple of weeks ago. We've already had this, but uh, I, I was like, dude, like I gotta have it now. Every, I was like drooling listening to your review, and it was of Stone Buena Vesa. and uh, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried it yet. So this is gonna be my first sip Ooh. of it right here. Popping that Buena Vesa cherry. That's right. So uh, here here we
1: go right now. Sucking it down, giving it a little tasty taste in his
0: official oh, Raiders man. glass. That is good. Uh oh! Oh yeah, that and that. Oh, it's good. I got to drink the Buena Vesa in the Raider glass right here.
1: (laughs) It's only yeah, Yeah.
0: very very delicious. Um, And you could smell it right off the top too. Like it just, it, it smelled like you know, like you said, the salt and lime comes off of it, but it's not too you know too strong or anything like that. Real good, real good balance to this beer. Very delicious, very crushable. I
1: I don't know about you, but when I had it, I, I felt like the
0: smell of salt and lime was actually stronger than the flavor of salt and lime. It is, it is. It feels like somebody added it, and it was like, oh, well, thank you for adding it to my beer, but, like, you know, it's not too much to the point where it, like, overpowers anything. You still get a lot of that good, like like the corn kind of taste to it you know yeah. what i mean the maize or whatever so oh my right. god so good
1: it's definitely like that mexican lager base with a hint of salt and lime yeah i was afraid it was gonna taste like a margarita as i smelt it and then as you sip on it, it's like oh no this is great on a hot day
0: yeah it's delicious i love this stuff i'm gonna get some more
1: uh reminder for everybody 4.7 percent uh and we had it a couple of weeks ago so we don't need to read any long descriptions from stone they're known for their long ones if you catch my drift um yes they are. yes all right we got a lot to get to um and i got so excited about what dan was drinking that i forgot to mention a couple pieces of businesses uh don't forget our burp word of the week is happy hour happy hour is our burp word of the week something we all probably miss at this point point. and uh shout out to top listening city of last week oxnard california wow yeah coming in hot oxnard california And uh, when you're on the socials, don't forget to hashtag show us your beers, rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast app and all that good stuff. Um, All right. We have a lot to dive into. So let's get on diving. Have a grievance to share. It's time for a crotch talk. Man, I don't know if I have any grievances to share, which is a a nice, nice change. Uh, The Rona crazies, I don't know, at least in in my areas, you can be calming down. I haven't had to deal with any nut jobs recently. I thought I was about to. I was at Costco the other day and you know, now they're making the line up outside Costco and you have to have your mask on and all that stuff. And some guy comes walking in without a mask or walking up to the line without a mask, and I was like, Uh oh, someone's <laughs> gonna say something. And sure enough, some lady walks up to him and I was like, it's all about right. to go down. It's about to be a street fight in Costco. And she goes, Uh, do you have a mask? I was like, Here we go. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, I forgot it in my car. She goes, Oh, because I got more in my car if you needed one, but if you got one, oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I was like, "Come on!"
3: I'd have taken hers.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <I'd take, laughs> Should have like
3: give me the one you're wearing right now.
1: Right. Yeah. Make sure you lick it first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sneeze so. on it,
3: <laughs> cough on it, and then
1: hand it over. Exactly. That was that was the closest thing to a fight. Uh, I wanted to mention that Surf and Suds, which Dan and I have attended, is doing their mm-hmm. first virtual beer festival this coming Saturday, and I was able to snag a ticket. So the way it works, or is going to work, is they if you buy a ticket. They then drop off, I believe it's a 12-pack of beers at your place. You put them in the fridge the night before, and then uh, on Saturday, the day of the festival, I think it starts at noon. We're going to do some early drinking. Uh, You crack them open. They have the brewers on via Zoom. They talk about the beer. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see how it goes. We have a lot of beer to get through, and I'll have a full review on next week's show. about Oh,
0: right on. on. Way to punch your ticket to that one.
1: (laughs) Right? I was like, I got to try. I got to see how they're going to pull this off. So... Um, hopefully it goes without a, without a hitch. And then, uh, I wanted to mention that we've been doing a fair bit of zoom, I don't know, basically drunk zoom sessions with some friends recently throughout this whole Rona situation. Like the other day we we're on the zoom with uh, Nick and Nicole from the booze league and we were just getting hamstered. I realized like if zoom decides to record these calls, which they probably do and they keep it on some secret server, like there is a lot of footage of me being hammered. So, uh, <laughs> Hopefully I don't piss anybody off at Zoom. What else is new? Yeah, exactly. But I've been seeing a lot of these like different uh, beer groups and uh, breweries doing these happy hour meetups. where like like, hey, whoever wants to join our Zoom call, grab a beer and, and join our happy hour. So I wanted to throw it to you guys and I want to throw it to listeners. See, so like maybe that's something you'd be interested in and, and getting some listeners on the line, drinking some beers, hanging out for a half hour or so and, and shooting the shit with some real people. Um, sure, with with Zoom yeah exactly <laughs> i mean that's three, usually what i do in the car i'm down right so
3: we drive fast and get drunk and drive fast and pick people up and drop them off <laughs> yeah
1: so scott won't be there everybody
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> that'll get him that'll get him on board
1: yeah exactly oh, yeah. i just got three tweets all of a sudden <laughs> we're in so anyways if uh if the listeners want to hang out with uh, any of the gentlemen do like a zoom happy hour let us know if that's something you're interested in we'll We'll set that up and we'll hang out and, and have some beers together. So
0: that sounds good. I'm down. Should be fun. We'll see. I'll, uh, what I'll about in a half hour late,
1: <laughs> with your back to the video and not able to hear us, <laughs> cussing and swearing? Right, you'd be talking out of your ass like Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> well, I may show you something. Oh wait, wrong, wrong. Jim Carrey. Uh, what about you guys? Rona treating you okay so far? Anybody dealing with any more crazies?
0: I kind of like gave up on everything man like i don't wear a mask anywhere anymore it's like uh i'm just i'm over it all that's why it's mr nasty time dude like it's just time for me to go <laughs> go out and get laid already like i'm, I'm tired of this I can't, I can't do it anymore man i can't live like this so i'm just I, I give up yeah i i've only been wearing a mask
1: to make other people feel better it's like look if you're working at the grocery store you don't want to see my you know potentially diseased face coming in there so i wear it to make people feel better i don't give a shit i walked into a brewery where nobody was wearing it so i just took mine off i was like if you guys don't care i certainly don't give a shit so there you go i don't know scott well i i usually
3: succumb to the peer pressure i will look around whenever wherever i go somewhere i'll look around see what everybody else is doing if i see people in masks i'll put a mask on if i don't then i'll go without so
1: yeah it seems to be the consensus yeah
3: other than that i mean i guess the good news is um i was surprised i actually went to costco yesterday hmm. and uh the wife asked if i could go and i said i'll go but if there's a line i'm i'm not stopping i'm just drive right through and go home yeah and so i no line i walked oh. right in got what i needed went right up to the check stand i actually got i was number two in line and then the person at the check stand next said hey there's nobody here come on over here so it's I was like less than fifteen minutes. I was in and out and done and not too shabby. It's pretty good. But the only grievance I might have, not really coronavirus related, is uh you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about the the uh, smoke detectors the, with <laughs> oh, the batteries and all that. Yeah. Not mine, but apparently my neighbor's gone, left <sighs> their windows open and their smoke detector battery all day long I've heard beeps from their smoke detector. Burn oh, that place damn. down. Indeed. I would, but then it'd probably end up bringing mine too, so.
1: Oh, fuck. I'd break in. I'd break in and beat the shit out of that thing. <laughs> I,
3: finally, I well, right now my windows are closed and I don't hear it, so so whatever. Oh, I wonder if good. you could call like maintenance or something or, I probably for would. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess I could, but I mean, it's like, usually they're here because I, I'm guessing they're like stuck at home because of the corona and all that, and I yeah. see them all the time. I haven't seen them at all today, of course. I haven't seen, maybe they're dead. I just thought of that. Ooh, calling we, a welfare
1: we, check from the police department. Yeah. Damn. Maybe it's
3: the like the odor of their body hitting that smoke detector. Maybe. <laughs> it could have been yeah, It's got to be it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's how smoke detectors work. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> Isn't there a dead body detector in that thing?
3: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Before I call, I'm going to go up and check their fridge if they have any beer or anything in there.
0: There you go. Read the fridge. Yeah. Well, you
3: yeah. know,
1: you just call the police for a welfare check and follow them in. Like, Sir, you can't follow. Say, hey, these are really close friends yes. of mine. All right. I'll like, right. be
3: crying and everything.
1: Yeah. You'll need their beer to console you. The refrigerator yeah. raider. <laughs> 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 That'd be a good name on here. Who needs oh, the call rider? writer? That's right. Oh, man. You got the <laughs> re- refrigerator you. raider. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Uh, all right. Well, good. If uh, everyone's happy and, and not uh, having grievances from the Rona, yeah, I'm glad I to know. hear that.
3: I'm content with the craziness. I guess it's it's life now. So,
1: that's how it goes. Life, life is now crazy. Uh, All right, old man, you want to uh, talk about what you're drinking over there? Oh, I'd love to. Let's let's have a little music.
3: So I'm drinking Voodoo Ranger. Uh huh. Um, From New New Belgium Belgium, stuff. New Belgium brew. (laughs) I was thinking about it when I, after I bought it. Uh, wasn't that one of our beers for our March Madness? A couple years I, I believe our
1: first ever tournament yeah, had Voodoo
3: Ranger in it. Violated the rules or something. Got they did. Out. Yes, oh, man, they were, we're disqualified. Memory. Fucking cheaters. I'm surprised the,
1: you of all people remember that. I know. I've
3: got the memory of an 80-year-old. I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, so and anyway, the body a, of a 90-year-old. <laughs> that's what the doctor said. Right. And then he said, you need to iron it. Right. <laughs> So anyway, the Voodoo Ranger, we've had it on the show before. It's been in several things. But uh, 7% ABV, 50 IBUs, and not a big uh, description of it. So you guys lucked out tonight, I'll be reading for hours. It just says bursting with tropical aromas and juicy fruit flavors from Mosaic and Amarillo hops. Just think, if you put a C in front of Amarillo, you got Camarillo. (laughs) Uh, This Golden IPA is perfectly bitter uh, with a refreshing sublime finish that's pretty much
1: it very nice so, so very nice I'm... freestyle there
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, that, yeah
1: my name is bones on the microphones uh <laughs> so i have a question that leads to a story do you happen to have are you able to see the canned buy or bottled by or whatever date on yours um hang on let me look yes please uh oh yeah there you go
3: december 2019
1: okay so here's why I ask. When you said that you had Voodoo Ranger, we talked yes. about, I think it was in November, New Belgium announced their sale to uh, Kieran, and Kieran was going to oh, take over that's right. New Belgium. And then in December, the employees, because New Belgium is was employee-owned, voted to approve that sale. So if you have a December 2019 bottle can, it's still Craft. Oh, what do I win? He, Yeah, nothing. (laughs) And then here's the other fun thing. I wasn't sure if the sale ever finalized. Like they said, it was supposed to happen by the end of the year. And I Googled and Googled and could not find an actual closing news story about it. So I called them. They have a number on their website. Oh, shit. No one answered. It was after hours because they're in Colorado. I was like four o'clock California time. So they were already gone. But I emailed their PR people and I, <laughs> and I emailed and I just said, uh, Hi, I'm, I'm doing a story on New Belgium's sale to Lion Little World Beverages slash Kieran and wanted to fact check whether the sale had been completed yet. Thank you for your response. Well, this very nice person named Leah responded and she said, Hi, Greg, thanks for reaching out. Yes, the sale was completed at the end of last year. Please let me know if you need anything else. Uh, that's awesome. I was like, wow, you guys responded in like an hour and a half after okay, hours. Wow. And they totally could have been like, oh, it's going to be some asshole craft snob emailing us to talk shit if we actually sold out or not, which not. I just wanted to fact check. I wanted to be correct when we talked about it. So uh, I really appreciate their PR people getting back to us, and that was really awesome. So thank you, New Belgium. I guess they know we're a big deal around here. They must wow. know that.
0: Yeah, they were like they probably must have saw the uh, unfiltered gentleman on your uh, email handle there, and they're like, "Oh shit, we got to reply to this one."
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, hey everybody, is the president around? We got to get some big people on this.
0: Yeah, that's what this happened, goes right so. upstairs. Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, so, anyways, thank you New Belgium for uh, having a very speedy response on your on your PR people there. That was that was awesome. Very cool. Um, all right, and you're enjoying the Voodoo Ranger over there? Absolutely. Didn't get disqualified from your normal drinking? Uh, no, I, I don't I accept steroids or whatever we fired him for. <laughs> I think the uh, the ABV was too high or something like that. Something I, I, I forget. forget, yeah. Yeah, they didn't quite qualify. The, as as... Yeah,
3: they've made a public apology to me, and and we're all good. It's good.
1: They, they, yeah. I mean, you deserved it. They should have. They, they, yeah. so, they, they uh, broke
3: my heart. I was going for them all the way a couple years ago in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Look what happened. Lost, lost
1: all my money. Yeah, yeah, they, they needed to apologize. So. Yes, they did. All right, let's let's uh, let's do a little sports before we move on to what I'm drinking over here.
0: And now, the sports, brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com.
1: Whether it's the Baltimore Chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. Well, after 10 weeks of not being around, NASCAR has come back, and they didn't have a crowd, of course. Oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about sports. Uh yeah. Sports Talk, still no agreement for Major League Baseball. We talked about it last week. The owners wanted to profit share and dick the players out of some money. And, uh, of course, the players voted that down. So here we are, no baseball. Still talking. Still wow. talking. Yeah. You know, one of the points I liked
3: about it was, if they ever agree on anything or not, it was if they ever do get started, both leagues would be uh, have a designated hitter.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I, I saw some rule changes and uh, some like groupings and different like leagues and, and yeah, divisions and stuff right. i did not see that everyone would have a dh yeah
3: both leagues which would be kind of nice
1: is that because they're gonna kind of fuck up the schedule and they're gonna play I, I more guess, locally and, and regionally and stuff
3: that's one of the reasons the other reason one that is they said is to get like more players you know on the roster because you know people have been out of work and blah 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 but yeah Maybe, you know, they see how it works, how good it works. I mean, who knows? I'm all for it. Yeah, it definitely.
1: Um, and some good ish news uh, Lakers and Clippers have started opening their practice facility for one on one workouts. So if California is starting to let workouts happen, then you know, the rest of the country already has. So yeah, hopefully that's true. It. We get back to Now, is that soon. the. I, I, I do. I think I read this where it's limited to a certain amount of players at this time. I read it's for one-on-one workouts only. Oh, okay. Now I don't know how many Dan might know this. I don't know if there's a max to the amount of people are in the gym, you know, as long as they can keep their six
0: feet or Dan, have you read anything about that? I got nothing, man. And it's funny because like, uh, I'm like cut off from the world at like the worst time right now. Like I need to get back on something. Like I got no notifications coming in from ESPN or bleacher report. I'm like s- separated with Twitter right now. Like I got nothing going on right now. I have no news, no nothing, dude. It's oh, terrible. Man. That's true. Are you in Twitter
1: ever going to go to uh, couples counseling and <laughs> <laughs> sort this out or? I should, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know.
0: Like even like my writing, like I'm not writing anymore. Like I, this would be a good time to say, "Hey, if you watched The Last Dance, maybe you should go back and read my article, what if Michael Jordan never existed?" So that was a good good one. one. That was a pretty good one. Just imagining, you know, because everyone's thinking he's such a good player because, you know, well, these stupid kids think it was because nobody was playing with him. He crushed everyone. He was that good. So I don't know that that's a good article to go back to. But I really haven't written anything like I got no pulse on the NBA because I'm not on Twitter. Like, I don't know, man, I got to get back on something, I think.
1: I mean, the good news for you is like there's not a lot to have a pulse on, so it's not hmm. like you've just been missing out on all the news or something. Yeah, that's but. true,
0: man. That's true. But yeah, I got nothing. No news.
1: Was that the same article where you talked about how even his shitty years with the, with the Wizards were better than like everyone else's good years? <laughs>
0: uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I may have article. mentioned that somewhere else. Yeah. Okay.
1: I, I really like that point.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then finally... In very important news, a Korean soccer team uses sex dolls to replace the fans in the stands.
0: Well, I mean, I'm sure they got a surplus of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. Uh, A South Korean soccer club apologized for filling seats left empty because of the coronavirus pandemic with mannequins that fans watching online claimed were sex dolls. We'd like to apologize to the fans, the club said in a statement. We're sorry about the supporting mannequins that were placed during the game on May 17th. These mannequins may have been made to look and feel like real humans, but they are not for sexual use, as confirmed <laughs> as oh, confirmed man. by the manufacturer from the beginning. It gets even better. The life-size dolls wore face masks and were posed in a number <laughs> of positions, oh appearing to cheer the action on the field. 28 were female, two were male, and some wore items that advertised adult websites. <laughs> of course
0: they were. Who right. the fuck are they saying that they're not dolls used for having sex? Like, what? So they're just always surprised at every play that's happening with their mouths <laughs> up? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And yeah. we're also
3: sorry about the players spending way too much time in the stands. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Like Maybe every every time they do like a move, you just hear, oh, from the <laughs> crowd, because that's the only noise it can make, man.
1: <laughs> Maybe that face was just they were perplexed at how boring soccer could be. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> oh, But, yeah, good job, oh, Korean soccer. Yeah. Might yeah. actually watch some soccer now. <laughs> I would. See all Ready the sex dolls. Yeah, but see what positions they put them in next time. <laughs> All right, uh, I thought this would be fun to do. So about a year and some change ago, I had an interview with Cameron down at Helix in San Diego slash Sour Works. In fact, he was on early on in the show. We did an interview with Helix. Then when he opened up Sour Works, the sour side of Helix Brewing, we did another interview. It's been about a year, and we recorded a beer science segment that never aired. And I thought, uh, now might be a good time to dig that up, a little reminder Uh, to go check out Cameron at Helix because his beer is fucking phenomenal. But anyways, these are two sour beers, and he'll explain it further because he's great at being a nerd. Two sour beers that had the same base, and then we did a little beer science comparing them back and forth.
2: From a bottle, from a can, why don't people understand my inebriation?
1: All right, everybody, time for some beer science. This time, beer science on location. Here with Cameron from Helix Brewing Company down in La Mesa, uh, San Diego, for all you non San Diego knowers. We have two beers in front of us. We're doing a little beer science. Talk about the two beers that we have in front of us.
2: So the two beers we here have here come from our sour side called Sour Works. The first one is Walking Through Windows, and the second one is Delayed Promises. Both these beers here were brewed the same batch, so meaning it was the same, same boil, brewed up to 14 and a half beer barrels worth of volume, knocked out straight into oak at around 70 degrees okay and that filled seven barrels seven wine barrels uh six of those got the same strain one of those got one d- different strain so the strain on walking through windows was a sack brett lactopedia blend okay um delayed promises is a brett brux troy rye
1: okay so basically we're starting off with the same beer and then one they're fermented and one gets mixed with some other barrels and one is just
2: correct so yeah so so six of the wine barrels have the same pitch actually different amounts but those six went into one blend okay into a a large tank um the seventh barrel which was the brett brux went into just kegs no blending okay so what we're getting here is you know same brew same grain same everything same amount of time different strains
1: Interesting. And they they smell and taste so different. So the first one, remind me of the name, is Walking Walking. Through Windows. Okay.
2: It's a 6% golden sour.
1: Smells very almost whiskey-like.
2: Yep. You get that, you know, dry wine, oakiness. So Mm -hmm. maybe that, you know, wine, oakiness combo, starting to think whiskey. And it, it does have a pretty big caramel maple-y yes um, so that's 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 where you're getting a lot of that whiskey but it doesn't actually come from a whiskey barrel it's all comes from red wine barrels
1: interesting so is it the oak that's imparting that familiar flavor or
2: most likely yeah sitting there for three years um it's had a lot of time to to get that oak into it
1: yeah it's kind of like sipping on a, on a nice fine whiskey it doesn't taste don't come in here thinking it's gonna taste like whiskey and then the next one
2: delayed promises delayed promises it's a golden sour with brett brux
1: has a little more fruity aroma to it maybe white wine like
2: and it's got that funky brett fruit but not super funky but you get a little bit of that you know wild side funkiness to it
1: i'd say the sourness is toned down
2: toned down with a little bit of like fruit funk to it. yeah
1: yeah it's a little more mellow on the sourness but you get a little more fruitiness to it a little more uh like drinking a white wine mm-hmm. where the other ones like drinking uh you know like a, a whiskey sour or something like that yeah very cool and same abvs same
2: same abv same brew date mm-hmm. same amount of time different bacteria
1: that's so cool it's, it's fun different yeast yeah it's fun what the different bugs will do uh to the beers yes cool all right 8101 commercial street in la mesa little east if you're heading to san diego northeast of downtown Uh, Helix Brewing Co. on the social media, as well as Helix Sour Works on social media. drinkhelix.com. Did I miss anything?
2: That's it. I mean, yeah, we just love doing what we're doing here. We're a small group just trying to learn about different types of beers and just making beers and having them so you guys can also see how they're made. All of our board our signs say what bacteria is in there, so if you ever want to come in here If you're going to think about a different bacteria strain that you want to use and you want to try it, we list everything right up there so you can really start to compare what you like rather than this just be a sour beer with X and Y. Yeah, no secrets. You really know what's in there. Yeah, you're pretty open with everything. Yeah.
1: All right, Cameron, thank you so much.
2: Thanks for having me. Cheers.
1: Cheers to Cameron. Uh, Always like having him on the show. That's why he's been on a couple of times. Uh, friendly reminder to everybody down there, if you're down in the San Diego area, like legit, go hit up Helix and Sour Works. We're doing growler fills to go and uh, just cannot get enough. I was talking the other day on, on the gram. We were messaging back and forth and I was like, yeah, hey, how's business? He's like, it's about as good as it can be given all this bullshit. And Fuck. <laughs> so we talked a little bit and uh, I said, hey, man, as soon as uh, this all clears up, the first trip is to San Diego. We're coming down there to fill up like eight growlers. So, uh, Yeah, I cannot wait. I know not you. you guys are not much into sours, but the sours he's put out like a couple of them tasted like a freaking mimosa. It was, <laughs> uh, it was really good. So well, that's that cool. Was, yeah, I was just digging through some stuff. I was like, oh, I never played this. So I thought that'd be fun and uh, remind everybody to go drink some good beer. He was also saying, he's like, hey, man, just tell everybody, drink local, supporting, you know, buying directly from your brewery means way more than you realize. So, wow, it's a good message to everybody out there. Indeed. Yes. Uh, All right, I guess... uh, Oh, before I get into my beer, I'll tell you the booze quote of the week from W.C. Fields says, everybody's got to believe in something. I believe I'll have another beer.
0: Boom. There you go.
1: Yes, I thought that was was a good one. Uh, All right, how about I do a little talking about what I'm drinking? (laughs) I really feel like this one's going to need some... uh, copyrighted music that I can't play, but I'm drinking Sierra Nevada's Fantastic Haze Imperial IPA. 9% 40 IBUs has a 3.85 and untapped and an 89 on Beer Advocate. From the brewery they say we were in search of something fantastic. Something juicy, something hazy, something ripe ripe with notes of mango, melon, and citrus. So we said reason to be damned and filled our kettles with five hop varieties and loads of malt. Oats and wheat. Some may call that absurd. We call it absurdly fantastic. And the hops they use in this bad boy are Chinook, Azaka, Amarillo, not to be confused with Camarillo, Idaho oh, 7. Yeah, Here go again. <laughs> <laughs> and Strata. So this is. Um, a big boy 9% showing the gents it's wow. a little hazy it's not the you know it's not the east coast haze that you got some haze it's got it's definitely got some haze though this on the nose on the nose <laughs> yeah is very citrusy very orangey a little bit of melon uh, on the tongue so much orange juice like this is like almost orange juice in flavor it's very orangey very citrusy I get a little bit of that mango. I don't get so much of the melon that they talk about, but uh, this this is uh this is pretty thick
0: for something coming off the West Coast. That's interesting cuz you know, I've seen some of the beers that, you know, we've had or you've had or what have you that really did look like orange juice. This one doesn't look like orange juice, but it's surprising that it's got more of that orange juice kind of flavor. I agree. This is not one of those big chunky uh, pulp-filled yeah. orange
1: juice looking things. It is very orangey though, mm, and yeah, uh, that's it's, true. It's it's a lot thicker than it looks. Like you look at it and you're like, oh, it looks like a normal beer. It looks like an IPA. It looks it's pretty thick. Uh, yeah, well, I can see it, through it. <laughs> 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 I know, bad bad little camera here. I I can see my hand shadow on the other side. Okay. Um, so I'm like, oh, it's not that thick. It's it's pretty fucking thick. Mm. So, uh, but it's a good one. If you're looking for something in the higher ABV range, I know Scott always says, this is uh, a tasty one to pick up. Indeed. All right. We got some booze news to get to. But before we do that, let's get on to our Beer Babe of the Week. Oh, yeah. This one's a classy dame with a great palate. It's Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed. Her name is Ashley. You can find her on the Grams at the craft brunette all one word the craft brunette Uh, and this one that i'm showing the gents she is drinking something from crazy dingo brewing which i thought was a fantastic name (laughs) dingo took my baby anyways do yourselves a favor go follow ashley on the grams at the craft brunette she's drinking some good stuff and uh, i think you'll be glad that you gave her a follow all
0: right brunette is a uh, popular name it seems
1: it is it's that the play on a brew with with mm-hmm. their yeah, brew b r e w net. I guess I should mm-hmm.
0: set, uh, you know clarify for people listening. The brew b r e w net. The yeah. craft. Brew, we net. we know. I, I almost spell it wrong now. If I, when I think about <laughs> it in my head, like that's all I see now.
1: Right. <laughs> Are you a brew net? Yeah, b r e. I mean, uh, shit. No, uh, I don't know how to spell that out of the way. All right, let's uh, let's move on to some booze news. extra extra drink all about it it's time for booze news it is indeed as we remember uh russian river released planet the younger as per usual in february before all this started and boy does that feel like more than eight years ago man and right does it feel like a whole different time
0: yeah like uh so man this is crazy dude like this is like man like yeah the the life before that that was some other dan that was doing (laughs) that like this is all i know now it was dan 1.0 yeah it was mr nasty time now it's mr laggy time (laughs) that's true yeah what when i read the story and the title is turned me into uh, a calm
3: writer
1: that's true soon to be a refrigerator raider. um (laughs) The story is that Planet of the Younger generated five point one million dollar Im- economic impact on the local economy when they released Planet of the Younger. And my original thought was like, how did they raise so much money? You can't mm-hmm. go to the brewery. Mm-hmm. And then I, as I started to read the story, I was like, oh, that's right, you could in February. Fuck yeah, yeah. So uh, it's interesting to read though. Drew visitors from forty-seven states and fourteen countries, generated five point one million dollars in e- economic impact to the local economy. Uh, which is a 22.6% increase over last year's release. Um, 2020 marked the first time that Russian River bottled plenty of the younger. Uh, It's very humbling to us that people come from all over the world to drink this one beer, they said in a a podcast. The only podcast they should be listening to is ours. We really make sure that they get the full Russian River experience, that it's not just about younger. It's about coming to the brewery. It's about enjoying other beers and eating food and having nice conversation and getting great customer service. (laughs) <laughs> the story goes on to say, in what now feels like a different universe, the 2020 release drew 23,525 people to Russian Rivers, two breweries. There was an average of 2.7 people per group and an average of $194 spent per group. Visitors to the Sonoma County area spent an average of $445 on lodging and $585 on flights. So people are spending upwards of $1,000 just to go wow. get some Plenty the Younger. Damn. Dude. I spent 10 cuz they had it locally.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's, yeah, it's like people like trekking to a, like a shrine or something or everyone going to Mecca. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. If I'd
1: known I'd have hoarded it. I don't, who
0: cares
3: <laughs>
1: about toilet paper? Yeah, plenty of the younger is worth way more especially on eBay. No kidding. There was a big resale market on that this year cuz the first year they bottled it. So, um wow. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that we can go to breweries What a different time that was. God. I remember that. Yeah. Back in my day. (laughs) Will we explain to kids someday what a brewery is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not just a place that delivers beer, which I do like the delivery, but I miss hanging out. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We used to sit in a big room with a bunch of people and eat and drink and stuff.
0: Ew. (laughs) Weren't you afraid of getting germs? (laughs) Did you wear a bubble? (laughs) (laughs) Or a beekeeper's outfit?
3: some old pictures of when you used to go out and eat and drink together
1: i know like didn't you guys old, get sick right how didn't you get sick and this old picture is only 15 megapixels how stupid <laughs> <laughs> that's what it will be yeah uh the week ending may 9th was the biggest week in off-premise beer sales so far this year uh oh. they yeah, they uh, managed to make nine hundred and eighty-three point six million dollars in off-market, or excuse me, off-premise beer sales. Uh, that was helped in part by Cinco de Mayo.
0: Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that
1: does make sense. So, and of course, no one can go to breweries, so of course, everything is off-premise. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I thought this was an interesting story. One in five people have returned to on-premise establishments. One in five people have re- returned to breweries, pubs, that sort of thing, in the four states that have reopened so far. Which what led are those me... four states? <laughs> Ready for a trip? Yes. I know, that... <laughs> I know that Texas is definitely one of them. Oh, shit. Um, and I'm – oh, Texas, Florida, Tennessee, and I. why is it not list... – I think the other one was Georgia, but it's only oh, saying Tennessee, three. Tennessee,
0: huh? <laughs> You're the only 10 I see. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Florida. God's... I'm gonna go drive over there listening to some arrested <laughs> development. <laughs> Take me perfect. to another
1: land. <laughs> Which, that. I wanted to bring the story up because it led me to the question if everyone said, Hey, tomorrow you guys can go back to the breweries, would you go back and hang out and drink at a brewery? Yes, of course. No, no questions asked, nothing yeah, what's the what's the trick here? What's the uh No you know, just the Rona situation, no tricks, oh. no? <laughs> No stems, I, I, no steeds, no no sticky. <laughs> <to
0: you. laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm there, man. Like, yeah, like I said, I already gave up. If they had opened it and said, hey, anyone could do it right now and it's still going around, I'd still do it. Like, I'm I'm over it, man. It's over.
1: So at no point in this, you'd have been like, oh, I'm not going out there.
0: Nope. Nope.
1: And do you care? Does it make a difference if they space out the tables more? Like, would you go cozy up to the bar? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm chilling. Scott, what say you?
3: um it would depend on the situation and with the, the timing like if they said today hey you guys are good to go i would not uh, oh, interesting well. i'd kind see, of the- yeah i would like
0: maybe you know stick my toe in the water first and just kind uh-huh. of feel it out before i dived in that's different though you're right like i can kind of see your you know sense because like if i go uh, and i'm fine with it and if i get sick i don't give a shit but like I probably wouldn't see my parents for a while. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and I, I think, you know, beer parents, like, you know, I think it kind of balances <laughs> well, out. <laughs> I've got my, my priorities. priorities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> in here I come. Uh-huh. I'm gone, man. See
1: you guys later. <laughs> so this leads to the next question. What w- would it what take? What about you though? Me? What would you do? Yeah. Oh, I'll answer in a half second here. What would oh, okay. it take for you to, to go out to the breweries or, or pubs
0: or whatever? No, they just have to, hey, we're, and I'm there. <laughs> Even before they can say, hey, we're open, like, I'm there, I'm there already. What about you, Scott? What would it, What would make what would it, it take? more,
1: yeah, more obtainable?
3: I guess uh, one of my apps that I have, it has like a, a certain area for coronavirus, and I, I'm looking mm. at the graph. The graph that was like growing, 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 and now it's kind of leveled off. It's not going down, but it's not going up now yeah I guess once I started to see that going down to a certain point, I would say, feel, okay, feel better about it yeah, because I mean, no offense, but I know that there's gonna be a lot of people that probably have the virus and as soon as they see that, they're out there, man, they're mingling, they're you know out there yeah. doing their thing, and you know it I just yeah.
1: I, I agree. Of- like all these places have signs that say like, if you feel ill, please don't come in and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we're, we're depending on the worst of society to, you know, be honorable and, and, and live God. by those, those rules that you know they're not going to. So I totally understand that. Uh, so my answer is if the brewery's open tomorrow, uh, yes. Um, especially if there was some sort of uh, maybe not full capacity situation.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah. see what you're saying, and and it's true. The people that are sick, they're gonna fucking go out because I I think I did that uh maybe like the, <laughs> the day before Christmas. Not me, but I went to a fucking uh like a a dispensary and uh in yeah the day before christmas eve <laughs> nice. and it was packed man and yeah. i went in there and you know how the dispensaries are when they close the fucking door you can't breathe man it's just all fucking mm-hmm. like you know they don't want anyone looking in or looking out i don't know what it is it's legal now we should just have the open doors we should have a fucking patio at this point but no we're right. all locked up and some They're fucking like strip clubs <laughs> yeah no kidding they are they should yeah. put them right ne- right next to it that'd be good but oh, like you're, that'd be a great experience you know what i'm saying oh my god but uh <laughs> but yeah right next to me was some son of a bitch fucking coughing his fucking lungs out like dying and i swear it was either him or somebody else that i I saw at a party or whatever that gave me the rona because he was fucking dying dude i'm like what yeah. are you doing in here dude like yeah. for the sake of everyone else like why should i have to stand outside you get the fuck outside man like you know i was like right it's ridiculous and-
1: and I sort of brought this up to my wife, not so much in a brewery aspect, but we're talking about, like, concerts and big events and stuff. And let's say they allow concerts to happen, and mm-hmm. you have tickets, and it's tomorrow, and all of a sudden you're starting to feel a little bit sick. The right thing to do is not fucking go, but <laughs> between losing out on ticket costs and just yeah. having the, the FOMO of not going to see your favorite band or whatever, like, how do yeah. you not go to that concert And I just, I don't think we can trust society to be good people. You can't. No. And I'm sorry there's just a lot
3: of stupid people out there. Even if they know they're sick, they're going to say, fuck that. I don't, you know, I can handle that. I'm a man. I, you know, I'm a big boy. I'll go out there and have my good time. But they don't think about the person next to them and his family and so on and so on. Right. You know, I mean, I'll go back. One of the reasons why I stopped Ubering was because they picked up a person who was coughing and sneezing. And the first thing he says, oh, um... I got allergies. How do I know that? Do you have a doctor's note that says you have allergies? Right. You know, I don't know that. And then the I'm same thing happened. I'm allergic to idiots. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing happened the other night on one of my jobs where I deal with the public a lot. And she's standing there. She's coughing and sneezing. She goes, oh, you know, don't worry. I'm not sick. It's just, you know, allergies. And I'm I'm moving back from her. I'm like, yeah. how do I know you're telling the truth? How do I know that? You know, i just, you can't, you just can't trust people.
1: Yeah. Somebody came into one of my places of work a few weeks ago, sneezing. And I was like, hey man, maybe you don't. <laughs> need to be here he's like oh don't worry it's when i put this mask on it makes me sneeze i'm fine <laughs> I was like, mm, that's a weird thing to happen that's weird did, yeah, yeah did, did you did you pepper your mask like what the fuck <laughs> i don't trust society. site now here's the thing i am super guilty before all this like i'm pretty sure i had the rona and i know whatever i did have i gave to at least four other people oh i'm i'm the guy that gets sick and i was like i don't need to take a day off of work i'm fine i'm oh. not dead I, so now I need to be better at that because like I gave it to my coworker who gave it to his, uh, his daughter, who's like one years old, you know, like that's, that's shitty. Obviously at the time I didn't know what was going on. I have to be better at that now and, and take days off. So I will make an effort yeah. to not be Mr. Tough Guy when I get sick. That's um, funny,
0: man. Like, I call out for everything. I'm like, I got an um, eyelash in my eye. It can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Daniel, you but, work from home. I can't do it. <laughs> see, like, our
1: PTO and our sick days are all in one pool. And mm-hmm. my thing is, like, the less sick days I take, the more fucking vacation I get. So, see, and I'm like, I'm like Greg, because
3: I, I haven't called in sick in like 42 years. And even if I'm not, if Ooh. I'm sick, I just go to work. So uh, you know, yeah. I'm, so I'm sick. I'm not. If I stay home, I'm not going to feel any better. So I just go to work. Right. I'm going to feel like shitty the way. You might as well get paid. Yeah, exactly. And I just like, just tough it out. You know. But after all this, it's like you know, you think, well, if I go to work, <laughs> how many people am I, am I infecting now? And right. Then,
0: my whole job just like gets shut yeah. down or whatever.
3: And I do not want him to point the finger at
0: me. It was, it's because of him, you know, <laughs> that's where my work screwed up. Like they gave us like 80 hours of sick time and it's like, <laughs> it's like, well, I get to call out 10 times now. What is this about? Like, <laughs> and is it one of those things where if you don't use it, you lose it? Uh, I think if it, it like kind of meshes over to vacation, in oh, a way. Okay. but whatever, I mean, 80 you know. hours, I mean, well, I got to use it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I legitimately, the last two times I
1: was sick, or I called out sick was for surgery. Oh I, damn. Yeah. I've been sent home for being sick more than I've called in sick. Oh damn. I remember one time I had my wisdom teeth pulled on a Friday and I went to work on a Monday and Ooh. like my face was still, you know, three <laughs> times the size it should be. And I went into work. I hardly talk cause I was still swollen and I'm sitting there and I was working the news at the time and I'm directing and I'm supposed to be like yelling commands at people, and whatever. And after the first show was over, my boss comes down. He's like, Hey man, we're good today. Like you should go home. You look pretty <laughs> shitty. I'm like Oh damn! Uh, are you sure? Like I'll pay you the full day. Don't worry. Like just go home. I was
0: like, yeah. okay. See, yeah, I'll I'll come into work every now and then sick just so that when they see me, they're like, oh, wow, <laughs> Daniel comes in sick sometimes. So when he calls out, he must be really bad. You it's know strategic. What I mean? so, like
1: when it's a yeah. light cold, you go to work.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And when I got to leave early, I just chew up a bunch of black licorice and just spit <laughs> up all over the break room. And everyone goes, oh, shit, you got to get out of here. Get them out. Your <laughs> insides are all black. <laughs>
1: I've got the black lung, pop.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, and oh. here's the way I am, and I'm trying not trying to turn this into a pissing contest or anything. Oh, but I, I had hernia surgery one time.
2: Oh, and- Let's Get the tape measure out.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so that night I felt pretty good. So I'm like, I'll go to work in the morning because oh. I was still under all the drugs and everything. When I woke up that morning, I just went to sit up to get ready to go to work. Oh man, I felt like somebody shot me in the stomach. So I called in and go, hey, can I take a vacation? And, yeah, you can take a vacation day, no problem. But that afternoon, I was working two jobs. My second job, I worked for a place called Roadrunner Shuttle, where you know you're hauling people's luggage in an shuttle, and forward shuttle, yeah, yeah, you're going back and forth to the airport. I went to work, and I mean, I'm throwing, God. I'm throwing suitcases. I drove a town car, so it wasn't as bad, but I'm throwing people's suitcases in that town car and then grabbing my stomach and just being an idiot. I'm God. not saying nobody don't ever do that. Cause I'm stupid. And and then the next morning I was hurting again. So I called and go, Hey, can I take another vacation? No, we need you today. Okay. I'm on my way. Yikes. That's my, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm dumbass. no better.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty bad at that. It's, it's a problem that I, now I need to not do anymore. Now it's like, well, if you're sick, don't fucking go out and get people. To run yeah. It. Yeah. It's especially if it's
3: like a flu or something like that. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I, I had the issue where my jobs for so long were freelance, so you weren't there, you don't get paid. I didn't get sick time, or I didn't no. get vacation time. So I just yeah. it was I. It's ingrained into me that if you're not at work, you don't get paid, even though it's not you. Now I've got a, a good job with with sick days and, and PTO and all that stuff, and I I still in my mind I'm like, well, free days mean like vacation, not to waste them on being sick.
0: <laughs> That's what stupid
1: people do, which right. means I get my coworkers sick every time I'm sick because I'm a mm-hmm. dick. So <laughs> anyways, we'll we'll digress from that the uh, last story before we get out of here. It's just the California ABC invest uh, a California ABC investigation finds that delivery apps are allowing minors to order
0: alcohol. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Aren't they supposed to click how old they are when they go into the website?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you and mean they're, they're not honest. being honest? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am oh, McLovin. Man. That's right. Yeah. The funny thing is it's not so much the breweries and the local businesses that are doing their own delivery. It's these third party apps like DoorDash and Uber oh, Eats yeah. who are doing a really bad job of checking. we just really not checking. Yeah. So uh, California is starting to crack down. So you uh, get oh, a better man. fake ID minors. You dumb fucking kids are going to blow it for everybody. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. That brings up an interesting point. You know, with this whole thing where you can like order cocktails to go now, at least here in California, mm-hmm. um, part of the requirement is you also have to order food. You can't get just drinks. I mean, you can order a fucking side salad and ten gallons worth of booze, but you do have to order food. Well, as uh, California is starting to open up, they're not allowing breweries to open unless they serve food because they're saying that even if you're eating in or staying in you must order food with your alcohol you can't just go to a brewery and drink
0: huh uh, huh? yeah that's what we used to do in the first place (laughs) right
1: and I read that like Russian River is starting to reopen and they're going to reopen their restaurant but in order to come in and have a beer you have to order it with food wow Oh, no. I think there was some weird thing in the law that when they made it to go, they said it has to be for everyone. So I hope they don't fuck this up forever. where like, you can't just go to a brewery and have a fucking beer without food. I don't right. know if they realize it, but I'm on an all liquid diet over here.
0: <laughs> I will say this, though. I mean, if, if some of the places like it gets them to start putting food there. I mean, I'm not going to turn down food. I mean, there's sometimes times where I've gone to a brewery and I'm like, oh, I got to drive now. And it's right. like, well, where's the fucking food, man? Like, I got to go fucking hit a... Hit a drive through McDonald's Wendy's. or something. Yeah, I got, literally, we got Wendy's. <laughs> oh. Literally hit
1: that drive through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So like it'd
0: be a lot easier to not hit the drive through if but there it, was <laughs> like a food truck or something right there. So
1: yeah, they here's the thing: the law does allow you to partner with a food truck if that mm. you know if you don't have a, a restaurant built in, because it's hard to get right. permits for restaurants. Like it's using true. the uh, always used example of integrant out here. Uh, mm-hmm. there's nowhere they could put a restaurant and they don't have the kind of permitting or zoning. So it would have to be a
0: food truck. So at least right. they've allowed
1: for that. But how fucking dumb that you have to order food in order to order booze.
0: Yeah, that is kind of dumb.
1: Come on, California. Everyone's going to move to Texas if you don't ship, shape up. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice little uh, unison. That's right. right? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'd never move to Texas. Sorry, nope. Texas. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll order food. <laughs> uh, just right.
3: the, I'll just call it the delivery that uh, delivers the alcohol and just yeah. say, keep your drivers coming. Yeah.
1: You better buy a bigger truck <laughs> yeah.
0: or tip the drivers the food. Oh, there yeah. Is there. yeah. Just keep the food. Just give me yeah. the booze. Pay you Isn't the it, food. Yeah.
1: Isn't it funny that we can get brewery deliveries without food, but if we order booze from a restaurant, you have to order food. Kind of uh, weird, right? That doesn't make any sense. That's California. Good job, lawmakers. Yeah, good. Job. I won't get into it because I can... Yeah, we could spend a whole show on that. That's right. Some, um, especially as someone who works with the government. All right, we will uh, <laughs> we'll stop there. Uh, I'm going to hit some music. We're going to wrap things up. We're going to thank you for listening and hanging out and drinking with us. Like I said earlier, if you guys want to do like a maybe a little unfiltered happy hour, let us know. We'll hook up the Zoom. We'll we'll do some some things. Maybe we'll uh, invite a local brewer to come on and, and talk with us
0: i I'll know a couple to of you in directly to the modem this time or yeah <laughs> <The> <laughs> no router. more mr laggy time <laughs> yeah no more mr laggy time <laughs> yeah
1: we'll, we'll get you that long cable or something <laughs> so uh yes anyways find us at the unfiltered on the socials at the unfiltered gentleman uh on twitter at unfiltered gents 805-538-BEER-2337 is the number to call uh don't forget to support local if you're around helix go get some of that fucking beer it's delicious And if you're not around Helix, but you go and you drive up by my house, please let me know. I'll pay you for some. Um, I think that's everything. So I hope everyone's staying very well hydrated and away from the Rona. And on that note, good night, everybody.